You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Life Rules Podcast, where we talk about your real-world questions and music. Each week, we'll bring you conversation, advice, and stories based on real-life experiences to help you authentically live your best life. Whether you're making the rules or breaking the rules, you deserve a life that rules. Hey, lovers. And haters. I'm Dr. Roxy Rockefeller. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Tabs. (laughs) I'm not really a doctor. Obviously. Nothing that we say is actual medical advice. It's merely for entertainment purposes. Yes. Okay. And hopefully you learn a little bit of general knowledge. Because that's kind of the purpose. Yeah. So this whole episode is based off of something that happened at work. Okay. Um, I was working with our friend Carly, Mm -hmm. and she was complaining about how she had a migraine. Mm. So we'd been working together for like a few hours. I finally go in the back and get some Excedrin and give them to her, and she took them. And then I walked away and came back, and another girl that we were working with was like, what did you give her? And I was like, Excedrin. She said she had a headache. And the girl said, well... Carly said she didn't know what it was. She just took it. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Why would you just? So then I was like, Carly, why would you take medication if you had no idea what it was? Well, I trusted you and um, I, I was fine. <laughs> I could have gave you anything. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Oh, my God. Thank God it was you. Yes. I mean, Carly's a great girl. Oh, but my God. Yeah. I feel like she she would be suspicious if it wasn't you. But yeah. still, but I, also, what if she took something and then later somebody was like, "Well, have you taken anything today?" And she's like, "Yeah, I took something." Yeah, Tab I gave don't know me. what. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. The, I have a story. It reminds me of real okay. quick. Yeah. Um, when I was little, mm-hmm. my friend, um, her, I, don't, I guess it was her mom had this like little heart shaped box Mm -hmm. before Nirvana Uh, Mm -hmm. had this little heart shaped box. And in there, I think that was like birth control pills. And like, she took some of her mom's birth control pills and we were like seven or eight or probably like seven. And then like a couple weeks later, um, she had like Flintstone vitamins (laughs) and she was like, Oh yeah, they're good. And her mom's like, yeah, we just eat them like they're candy. And so like I took several and then I had like this terrible stomach ache and I got in trouble for taking vitamins, especially after the previous heart shaped box, you know, medication. But I didn't know what the heart shaped box medication was. It was just like, Hey, you don't take something that you don't know that you don't know. Um, also we'll start off with the fact that you can OD on vitamins. Uh huh. A lot of people don't think that you can. Yep. Someone else I know was telling me how they have these gummy vitamins and they eat them like candy. They ate a whole bag. And I was like, do not do that. When me and my older brother are very close in age, and when we were younger, my mom was sleeping, and she thought that my brother was sleeping, and he got into the medicine cabinet and ate an entire bottle of Flintstone vitamins, and he had to get his stomach pumped. Oh, my God. I only took, like, three. (laughs) No, he ate the whole bottle. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine that. But it's true. People don't know what they're taking. They're just sort of taking it. And like if it tastes good, then you think like, oh, this can't be that bad. I can eat as much as I want. Like, no, Mm -mm. don't do that. That's the trick. Oh, scary. There's a dosage on the package. You want to stick with the dosage. I don't know if you thought about the difference between, but acetaminophen is Tylenol. Mm -hmm. Ibuprofen is like Advil Mm -hmm. or Motrin, right? I don't know the other ones. I've never taken an aspirin in my entire life. 
I have taken aspirin before, mm-hmm. but I generally take Motrin. Okay. And then what's like the, you said the Excedrin. I know it's the headache medicine. I, it's like the same as Motrin, I yeah. think. No, I don't think it is. I think it Wait. has something in it. It's like, na, what's naproxen? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Uh, Excedrin has caffeine in it. Yeah, the headache medicine. Why don't you just have caffeine? Acetaminophen with caffeine. Oh, so it's Tylenol with caffeine. Mm-hmm. At least that one. What's naproxen? Non-steroidal inflammatory drug. Well. So it's like a leaf. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Midol is naproxen. I've never taken that. I have. Have you? Did mm-hmm. it help? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who knew? I mean, I think it would work the same as Tylenol, but maybe not if it's an anti-inflammatory. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because anti-inflammatory, like generally if you have like aches, like um, inflammation or like you would take ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. And you can, and I'm not saying to do this, but like I know sometimes when you have like a baby and they're like teething or they have a fever, you alternate. Yeah. Again, check with doctor. Yeah, yeah. But like you'd alternate like acetaminophen and Motrin back and forth. Um, like you shouldn't take all these things together though. You should. No. Yeah. Definitely contact a actual medical professional, but that is the I thing. I mean, Dr. Roxy isn't a... No. Oh, okay. That um, fun, though. <laughs> something that I do recommend mm-hmm. everyone do mm-hmm. is take a CPR class and get CPR certified because you never know when you're going to need it, and it doesn't take that long. Yeah, and it's like, for me, like with the germophobia that I have... It's really nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just know that I have the skills. If I needed to try to help somebody, I'm hoping that that would go away. Like, mm-hmm. I would be able to push through it. Yeah. You know? Um, but I did buy one of those, like, little protectors that mm-hmm. I put over the victim's mouth. I have one of those, too, on a yeah. keychain. Mm-hmm. I don't have it on a keychain because I feel like that would be a dirty place to keep it's a It's, like, item. in a cover. Mm-hmm. Mine's huge. And you, No, it's, like, folded up into a little package like mm-hmm. this. And put into a cover. Well, let's just go everywhere together in case we ever need it. All right. <laughs> mine's like this big. Did if you buy you like the actual mask? Yeah. Or is it? So mine's that just hard a barrier. Mask. It's not yeah. the hard mask. It's like a plastic sheet that you would put over someone's face. Mm-hmm. But I was advised like in multiple, I've taken a lot of CPR mm-hmm. classes. Um, if you don't have a barrier, mm-hmm. don't do the breaths. Mm-hmm. You still make a difference when you just do the chest compressions. Yeah. Um, but a lot of things can happen in that. Mm-hmm. So... Things that yeah. I don't want to even talk about. Yeah. Yep. No, I like that a lot. Yeah. So some things to maybe have handy in a first aid kit, mm-hmm. whether you live with your parents or by yourself, whatever. My parents never had a first aid kit. Mm-hmm. We maybe had some band-aids laying around, maybe. Yeah, same. I mean, we didn't have them like in a kit per se. I went out and bought a first aid kit because I was terrified that something bad was going to, like I was going to cut my finger off with a kitchen knife mm-hmm. and have nothing. And that little gauze that you keep in the corner cabinet would oh, help. Oh, it will help. Mm-hmm. Do you know they have a finger tourniquet? Mm-hmm. That's a whole different subject. I, I needed one once. I should have had it. Uh, Luke had to get something removed off his finger, and they put it on there. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, but definitely have some Band-Aids, <laughs> some gauze pads, mm-hmm. medical tape, gloves. Ooh, my favorite yes. thing in the world. Yeah. Definitely have some gloves because you don't know. You don't want to be touching gross stuff i don't want to be touching it anyway let alone in a medical mm-hmm. emergency uh antiseptic wipes mm-hmm. ibuprofen what about tylenol or tylenol i'm a tylenol advocate that's fine um antibiotic ointment mm-hmm. hydrocortisone cream mm-hmm. tweezers mm-hmm. scissors mm-hmm. uh thermometer 
ice pack and that breathing barrier that we were just talking about. Can I add to it? Sure. Now, obviously, I like to be more natural, but something that came to my mind was Benadryl. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, in case of, like, an allergic reaction to something. I was going to add to that list, like, an EpiPen. But if you don't have an allergy, you wouldn't have an EpiPen, like, handy. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely something for allergies. Mm -hmm. That would be good, yeah. Speaking of Benadryl, Mm -hmm. um, the other day I came home and I let Blue outside. And he went to the bathroom and came in and was still whining at me. So I thought maybe Luke didn't feed him dinner. And he has allergies, so he gets Benadryl, three Benadryl in the morning with his breakfast and three at night with his dinner. So I put his food down with the Benadryl in it, and Luke came upstairs and was like, you fed him? I already fed him and put Benadryl in his food. (gasps) He had six Benadryl in one night, and I was panicking that he overdosed. And of course, what's my first thing that I do? Go to the internet and search what happens when your dog takes too much Benadryl. And it's all, he could die. He could have a seizure. And we had to go to Luke's work party. So we were only going to be home for an hour. And Blue fell asleep on the couch. Like he kept falling asleep on the couch. And I would wake him up and like shake him to make sure that he was okay. (laughs) And he just kept looking at me like, lady, leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. Probably because he had too much Benadryl. But he was I, fine. Don't worry. No, he's okay. I can't believe I didn't even know that story. Yeah. Well, it just happened literally uh, two days ago. Okay. Um. You know what? That makes me think of maybe that's why he's always so drowsy in the morning and you got to like drag him out of bed. No. He's just lazy. Yes. Oh, he's a little fat lazy guy. He literally is a couch potato. <laughs> a couch potato. Um. Something else important to know for like first aid or like if you're responding to mm-hmm. some kind of situation, Um. always check your surroundings and mm-hmm. don't put yourself in danger. Mm-hmm. You can't help anyone else if you're injured or in danger. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's like that airplane thing, like put the mask on yourself before you help anyone else because Mm -hmm. you're going to be no good if you don't. So speaking of the airplane thing, I like to have the exit row seat. Do you? No, I don't care. Now, I'm pretty sure that I can't lift that that Mm -hmm. door. Like they say, like, you got to be able to lift the door. But I'm telling you right now, if something happens, I'm lifting that door. (laughs) I won't. I will single handedly lift that door. And first action, my requirement is. Crowd surf the babies my way. So I want any babies or small children to be crowd surfed over to me. We'll go down the the slide Mm -hmm. and then y'all follow me. I'll keep the kids down there. If there's a pet on board, send them over too. Oh my gosh. I mean, if you want to hang on to your pet, that's cool because you guys will be together when you come down. But yeah, me, door, He-Man strength, crowd surf the babies. We're gone. Love it. It's a good plan. Thanks. I I feel like it's going to pan out. I mean, I hope I never have to use it, but... Um, some situations that you might find yourself in that you need advice mm-hmm. on. If you have, this happened the other day too. If mm-hmm. you have a bloody nose, a lot of people think like, put pressure on your nose and lean your head backwards. Mm-hmm. Do not mm-hmm. lean your head backwards. You want to go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if the bleeding like continues for an excessive amount of time, like 10 minutes or longer, you should probably call 911 because mm-hmm. that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a cut, mm-hmm. Any kind of cut. You want to clean it really well. Um, If you have like Neosporin or ointment, Mm -hmm. you put that on and then bandage it up. Mm -hmm. If it's big, obviously, you don't have to put like a sticky band-aid over the cut because that's going to hurt later. (laughs) Like that's where the gauze pad would come in Mm -hmm. handy. Um, And then burns, you want to rinse with cool water, not colds. Mm -hmm. Don't put anything on them. And then keep them covered so they don't get infected, especially if they're bad. 
Can I tell you how I got burned when I was little? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was like, it, I want to say it was like, this is such a terrible but amazing story. Senior year, junior year, senior year of high school. And, I, you know, like everybody has probably done like a silly thing in the kitchen once, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like everybody's had like a moment. Yeah. Well, there was a cookie sheet left in the oven like without like I had already preheated yeah. the oven. So the sheet was just hot. The sheet was hot and I was going to put in blueberry muffins. Okay. Uh, Cuz I just like made the muffins, you yeah. know. So I looked in there and I was like, "Oh, there's a cookie sheet in here." And I grabbed it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is an infamous story because I dropped it real fast mm-hmm. uh, and it fell onto the floor and it made this big loud racket. My mom was on the fl- my mom was on the phone and she goes, oh, "The linoleum." Oh and I was God. like, Eh, right so she's like i gotta get off the phone or whatever right so like obviously like i situated the whole thing and then i realized like okay my hand my hand's like bad and Mm -hmm. i started to like rinse it or wash it or whatever and then the next day i actually had to go i think it was second degree burns that Mm -hmm. i had and it was like my fingers i was supposed to be in a competition the next day for forensics Mm -hmm. and i had to call first thing and i was just like I just can't, like, I can't go today, oh. you know? It sucked, but, like, I would have been on the bus to go to whatever the, you know, wherever the competition was, yeah. whole day at that school. It was a Saturday, you know, then all the way home, and I had to go to the doctor and get it looked at. Mm-hmm. Like, it just wasn't going to be a good thing. Um, My brother got burned really bad when he was a kid. He It was, like, Christmas or New Year's or something, and I don't think that I'll ever forget this. He spilled whatever he was drinking on the floor. And he just, there was a bunch of towels on the counter. So he just like went to go and grab one. Well, there was a pot of like stuffed cabbage that was uh-huh. hot. And he pulled the towel that was directly under that pot and spilled it on his legs. And he had really tall socks on. So his legs were like, his socks were stuck to his legs. And my <gasps> aunt and uh. I ran around to a bunch of different stores trying to find fans to like blow them on his legs. Oh, wait, wait, what happened to the whole nine, call 911 an emergency we and go to the hospital? I think it was because it was a holiday. My mom and like my aunt's a nurse and she was like, I don't think yeah. we need that right now, but we'll assess it. Yeah. And once we get the sacks yeah. off. I don't think he ever ended up going to the hospital yeah. or anything, but it was pretty bad. That's Scary. crazy. You know, we should talk about the difference between like hospital urgent care doctor. Yeah. Because people will just go to the hospital. Oh, like Frank on Shameless. He'll be like, it's free. <laughs> it's not free, Frank. <laughs> yeah. No, it's if you if something's wrong, I mean, unless it's like a major emergency, you shouldn't be going to the hospital. I mean, of course, if if you're not sure, you call 911, whatever, you have them assess the situation. But if you're like, oh, well, I'm sick or my, my kid is sick, like you can call even your kid's doctor. Doctor, yeah, and they'll tell you if you should go to the hospital or not. But you don't just take your kid to the, the ER just because. I mean, yeah. there's urgent care. You can usually find a good one. Like different places call it different things. Yeah, some places call it like after hours. Mm-hmm. In in this neighborhood, after hours is like a bar. <laughs> yeah, no, we call it urgent care. Yeah. Um. Also, like if it is a weekday like middle of the day kind of thing a lot of times you're if it's serious like that Mm -hmm. your doctor will squeeze you in yeah i had like the worst sinus infection Mm -hmm. last year i don't know Mm -hmm. and i never go to the doctor because i hate Mm -hmm. it (laughs) and i was like i need to come in is there any way you can squeeze me in today and he couldn't see me but the nurse practitioner could so i went in and Mm -hmm. 
I was fixed up in no time. There's a certain amount. You probably didn't take your whole antibiotic. Oh, I did. They gave me a steroid, actually. Ah. And it was only three days. So I definitely Oh, easy. Yeah. That's your max. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, doctors do have open appointments every day for Mm -hmm. people that need to come in for illness as well as like, you know, day-to-day stuff. Like if you call and you're like, oh, yeah, I need to come in for a prescription refill, they probably aren't going to get you in that day. No. Because they have a certain amount of appointments every day for that. But, you know, I mean, for me, I'm anti- I'm anti everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm anti, you know, I'd rather do it plain. I mean, <laughs> I can't even talk natural. natural. Yeah. So I would like to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. And part of that for me too is, and it sounds so silly to probably most people, but I don't want to go sit in the waiting room. Yeah. You know, no, I don't think that sounds silly. I think waiting rooms are out of control. Cesspool. Yeah. And not only that, but like you make an appointment for a reason and yeah. i understand like running a little bit over but when you're sitting there for 40 minutes that's excessive agreed and i also feel like they could do something good with waiting rooms like i know like in pediatrician's office they have like the sick room and the well room mm-hmm. but like sometimes you don't know which one to go in because you're like well i'm kind of pulling sick. on his ear yeah. but you know like you're like but i don't know if this is actually anything you yeah. know but i think it's funny too like what if they had like different like places in the waiting room like might be sick definitely sick totally healthy like (laughs) here for a a flesh wound you know like yeah and some actually some places like that like i've been to an urgent care before that could do like all the x-rays and stuff Mm -hmm. and there's one by my house that's like fabulous and like if i have to go which i try not to obviously but like they can do a lot of stuff there and i'll even call and say like hey how busy is it right now yeah no that's true with a lot of urgent cares Mm -hmm. um my mom's gone to a lot of urgent cares and it's been the same. You can call and ask how busy it is. A lot of them have the ability to do x-rays. Mm-hmm. So, And they'll tell you, like, if you get there and, like, they can't help you, they'll tell you that you need to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Even in this, um, in the Detroit area, mm-hmm. they have, like, children's hospital urgent cares. Mm-hmm. And that was an amazing experience because, like, obviously you don't want to have to go there. But, yeah, they do good. Good. Yeah. Super cool. Hey, what about um? I you know obviously I can't talk about certain things because like superstitions. But anything else you want to talk about? Um, like maybe if someone was impaled. Oh yeah, um, definitely. If you ever come across a situation where for some reason someone has something stuck in their body, do not remove it. Don't do it. So that time that I slayed the vampire and it dissipated. Yeah. No. <laughs> Buffy over here. <laughs> No, we. I took a um, EMT class in high school, mm-hmm. and this was like a common thing. My um, instructor was actually a paramedic, mm-hmm. and she said that would happen all the time, where something would happen, and they would end up like with an object stuck in their body, and the other person would remove it, thinking like that was the right thing to do, but then they start bleeding so bad, and you can't fix it, like on the scene, you know? Yeah. So you'd never, ever, ever want to do that. How do you make a tourniquet? Oh. You can use, like, I mean, if you have an actual, like, rubber band. Not like... <laughs> Giant rubber band. Yeah. It's not like a regular rubber band, mm-hmm. but yes, a rubber band. Then you can do it that way. And you what just about, like, an exercise band? <laughs> yeah, that would work. <laughs> and you just, like, tie it as tight as you can around whatever you're trying to cut the circulation off to. Um, but you can even do it with, like... Um, cloth or towel mm-hmm. shirt something like that whatever you have a to belt. make do yeah a until, bra strap 
<laughs> Bras are kind of flimsy. I don't know if that, that would work, but definitely a belt. Yeah. Um, but anything you have handy that can help out in that situation. So basically you tie it off like if there was a wound on like my forearm, you'd tie it above that. Yep. Yeah. What about like a splint? Like what if you were on a desert island and then like what would you take like branches and rope mm-hmm. and make a splint? Yeah. That's oh my gosh. Idea. How about when me and Christine tried to save the bird? So I come up and Christine's like, uh, this bird, ha- I think it has a broken leg. Oh. And so we're like, oh, my gosh, this is so sad. And it's such a beautiful little bird, mm-hmm. right? So um, I actually do think I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so we decide we're going to bring it inside and we bring it into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we're like, all right, we got this. And we're like, going to make it the splint. Yes. Now, granted, of course, anybody else would not be. She was holding the bird when I got there. I, I don't Aww. know. Right. So we start to make the splint and stuff. And I'm like, I got to figure out what kind of bird this is. So while she's gathering supplies, she comes back with toothpicks. And Aww. I go, Christine, this toothpick is going to stab the bird. Right. And so we're laughing about it. She's like, well, what am I supposed to use? I'm like, that cardboard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here we are playing like veterinarian, like mm-hmm. avian vet over here. And so then, um, so we're laughing about it. I'm like, I'm going to find this bird. And so I think I finally find it. So she goes out and comes back in. And I go, I think I found it. it's kind on YouTube, right? <sighs> so I start look, and I go, don't you think that this is it? And as soon as I like start playing like that song that the bird is singing, it flew. It looks at me. <gasps> I walk by. It starts to fly above my head. Now I'm like, <laughs> she's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's just trying to land. So then I like go over to the other place. Well, that's where the window is. So of course it's flying towards Aww. there. I go, I don't think it's broken. Aww. So then we got it. So she scoops it up and we take it outside and we're like, okay, maybe it's not hurt. Like maybe it was just chilling. Like mm-hmm. here we are trying to be good doers, you know? So we go outside and we're like, all right, well, let's go put it on the ground because that's where they, this type of bird tends to be more. So we go over to this pine tree and we kind of let it go. And we go, you're safe. And all of a sudden it goes, flies around us and we see it land in this tree far away. And uh-huh. we're like, we just looked at each other and go, let's just tell everybody we put a splint on the bird's <laughs> leg. <laughs> I love that. That was so good. Well, thanks for listening to our episode on first aid and uh, how to save a bird from its own broken leg. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this Thanks week's episode. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And connect with us on Instagram at Life Rules Pod. Check you later.